Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Independently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you're interested in more content like this and podcasts in the future, stay tuned because it's only going to get better from here. The world is in our hands. Let's do something with it. Welcome all new listeners, uh, returning listeners, wherever you are, whatever you are. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of World Minded. So there's been some interesting news lately, um, news all around the world, of course. It's called World Minded for a reason. Uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about, something that uh, is near and dear to me because, uh, not so near because I live in West Germany, but it's a uh, news kind of on the east side of Germany, um, the other side of the Berlin Wall, the not so good side of the Berlin Wall. So for those of you who don't know, the Berlin Wall fell 30 years ago. Uh, it split West and East Germany. It was communist Germany versus not communist Germany. Germany. So the West side was not communist part of Germany and the East side was. Um, 30 years ago, the Berlin Wall fell or uh, it was taken down and it was a very monumental and seismic event, not just for Germany or just the European Union, just for the world period because it was just another moment in which humanity triumphed over communism, which is a big deal because communism is bad, or or so most people should think, but apparently not everyone does, but that's a discussion for another day. 30 years later, though, there's still a kind of an invisible barrier between East Germany and West Germany. Um, for starters, there's a very big GDP difference between West and East Germany, um, and there's also a big, um, a lot of tourism comes from the east side of Germany. So Eastern Germany, I believe, looking at the stats, they make more money for the rest of Germany than the west side does. But on the west side, there's a lot of wealthy people, especially in my area. I see a lot of Corvettes, a lot of Porsches, a lot of Teslas, a lot of really nice cars, really nice houses, very wealthy, influential people, a lot of businessmen probably politicians. Um, but as far as that goes, most of the GDP comes from the east part of Germany. But I was looking at some statistics uh, that I'll source, that I'll cite down below um, in the description. But West Germany, on average, they average $50,000 a year. Um, might actually be in euros, but 50 plus thousand euros a year on the west side of Germany versus the east side of Germany is $29,000 or euros a year. Um, it's probably in euros because it's in Germany, but that's a big wage difference, big salary difference for being the same country. Um, Eastern Germany is where uh, there's a lot more run-down places. They're still recovering from communism. Communism is not something that you recover from overnight, but it's just a big pay gap. Not just a pay gap between people, period. Uh, the wage gap between men and women is even higher in the West rather than in the East, which is um, interesting because you would think that a, when a, a country or a side of a country goes backwards, it's going to uh, you know, have less success and less happenings in uh, women's rights and activism, but... The east side is ahead on that, which is a good thing because uh, wage differences is a problem. Um, 
It's not as big as people make it seem, and there are some explanations for it, but there is still a wage gap difference around the world, um, even in the United States. So we'll see where that goes, and we'll see what solutions are brought up. Uh, following up on the Berlin Wall thing, there's there's also like a huge population difference between East and West Germany. Um, overall, the Eastern population of Germany is a lot older, they're poorer, and there's more male, um, there's more males in the east part of Germany. And this is due to because, uh, once the wall fell, there's a huge exodus of east Germans, young, mostly young Germans, moving from east Germany to west Germany following the collapse of the wall. Uh, they said an estimated two million people have left the east for the west, um, but still, uh, there's a big barrier between the two, and I believe Eastern Germany is still more populated. But people left East Germany in the masses once the wall fell, and it was a big deal, and it changed the landscape for Germany even three decades later. Moving on to the next bit of news, um, I have something from Turkey. Um, in Turkey, Turkey actually captured the sister of the slain ISIS leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Um, he was, she was captured in a northern Syrian town called Azaz. Um, according to some Turkish officials, um, she was with her husband and a couple of her kids and they captured her and they've been questioning her and the, the U.S. government and the Turkish government have been saying that it's going to be a big gold mine for intelligence on other ISIS activities getting her. So we'll see, I guess, um, I'm not sure if the United States and the Turkish government will release too much regarding what they found find out from uh, Baghdadi's sister, but hopefully they can find out more stuff and we can continue to crush ISIS until they are no longer a threat or maybe gone forever. So that's some good news there out of Syria, especially um, if you just go back to my last week's episode, there's still some high terrorist activity in Syria and in Turkey, and it's it's a good bit of news to see that happen and come out of Turkey. So good for them. Next bit of news, uh, there's a former Congolese rebel leader named nicknamed the Terminator. He was arrested, actually turned himself in, I think about seven years ago or six years ago. It was in 2013. He was just sentenced to 30 years in prison for war crimes and crimes against humanity by the International Criminal Court. So the Terminator's real name is Bosco Taganda. He was found guilty of 13 counts of war crimes, five counts of crimes against humanity in July, and they just sentenced him. He had turned himself in in his court and the, uh, the courtroom, the lawyers, the legal teams, they argued back and forth for six years, I think. Um, and they finally charged him, found him guilty, and they sentenced him. Um, in those war crimes... And Crimes Against Humanity is a big list of uh, pretty nasty stuff. Uh, in 2002 and in 2003, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, he committed and was a part of multiple acts of murder, rape, sexual slavery, enlisting child soldiers, persecution, forcible transfer, deportation, pillaging, attacks against other civilians of other countries and other towns. So 
was a nasty guy, and his nickname was the Terminator for a reason. It's not a good nickname. It's not the nickname from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. But it's good to see that he was sentenced to 30 years in prison, but I I don't know too much about prison war crimes and crimes against humanity. Um, 30 years seems kind of light to me for the list, big hefty list of things that he did. That being said, I don't know much about prison and war crimes, but I'm assuming it's lighter because in a time of war, um, both sides will do some things that they think are best for their people. So that's what I'm thinking is the reason. Um, not that it makes it okay in any way, but same thing happened to a lot of the Nazis and, um, yeah, a lot of the Nazis, um, after World War II and the Nuremberg trials and stuff like that. But moving on to the next and last piece of news, this one comes out of the United States and it's, uh, kind of a science thing. Um, it's a, what do you call it? It's a kind of a global, a global awareness piece that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, so those of you who pay attention to biology and earth science, stuff like that, geology, um, you know that trees can lower uh, daytime temperatures as much as 10 degrees Fahrenheit um, because they obviously they give shade and the oxygen they give off will lower the temperature. And according to a recent study done by Science Daily, I'll link and cite them in the description, Trees can actually lower summer daytime temperatures by much as ten by as much as ten degrees total. Um but unfortunately in the United States, since we just had the hottest summer in the history, um I don't think it was the history of the United States, but in like the past maybe decade, um, it's because tree cover in big US cities that are experiencing these the hottest summers in our lifetime, the tree cover the tree covers are shrinking, so that's one of the million reasons that it's getting hotter, but it's also getting colder in the winter, so it's kind of one extreme or the other, not just for the United States, for the whole world too. Here in Germany, we had, um, I hadn't been here for a summer for a few years, but they had the hottest summer in German history, I believe, and it was pretty hot. It was rough because there's no air conditioning down here, so that was a challenge to get through that, but a study published last year by the United States Forest Service found that we actually lost 36 million trees um, from urban and rural communities over five years. So if you do the math, that's about 7 million trees a year, and that's um, the good thing is, though, um, over that five-year period from 2014 to 2019, it's actually a 1% drop from the amount of trees that were destroyed. So we're making some uh, slow but sure uh, adjustments and positive changes for the environment, for the trees, and hopefully we can help out with global warming and take care of Earth because Earth can only take care of us for so long. The uh, longer we keep treating her like crap, we're going to keep getting punished. So uh, make sure you can you try to cover up your carbon footprint as best as possible and let's take care of the Earth. Thank you guys for tuning in for the second episode of World Minded. I'm having a lot of fun doing these podcasts. I hope you guys are having as much fun as me. Um, I doubt it though. No offense. Uh, make sure you stay tuned, whether you're a new or a returning listener. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And don't forget, 
The world is in our hands. Let's do something with it.